Hello, my sweet friends. Welcome to the Arc Cake Coach Podcast. My name is Christina Revalo. I'm a sugar paste modeling artist, a teacher, a coach for cake artists, cake friends, day creative community manager, award-winning cake decorator, and representative of international cake competitions. I'm so happy to have you here. If you are a cake artist, a cake enthusiast, or a baker who is seeking some help in anything related to your time management, social media management, setting your goals for yourself or your business, your mindset towards your business, or even a few hints of how to be part of the international cake community, cake collaboration, and cake competitions, you are in the right place. So welcome to today's episode. And this month, the Art K Coach podcast is brought to you by Zaracino. It's sponsored by Zaracino. Zaracino Dolce products, they are amazing. They are my go-to products when I need to um, make any topper. I especially use their modeling paste, pasta model. It comes in different colors, ready to use. And for me, it's a great fit for any of the pieces that I make, even for cake operations or cake competitions and also of course their free monthly magazine we love pastry that you can download for free every single month in each issue you will find a lot of beautiful tutorials by very talented artists from around the globe and you can enjoy reading interesting interviews and blogs and of course check out all the creations made by all of you using Saracino product I will be leaving all the links for downloading this month magazine here in the descriptions of this episode. Thank you so much, Saracino, for being part of the Art Cake Coach. Hello, my sweet friends. Welcome to another episode of the Art Cake Coach podcast. Christina here. I'm uh, broadcasting to you from uh, Lisbon, Portugal. I think I never mentioned where I'm from. Well, I'm, actually, I'm from Venezuela, but I live in Lisbon, Portugal. And today we have this beautiful rainy day peaceful very gray very it's starting to get uh not so hot because i'm not I, i i'm sorry for those who are but not a big fan of summer so it's like oh, you know you start feeling the winds of fall coming in <laughs> i love it and uh it's beautiful it's beautiful actually i had this this morning i went for my morning work walk and i had this um sort of like it's, it's a weird experience because I, I started to walk and I saw everybody walking back like out of the park where I walk where I walk and I was like oh, oh these people come on it's just a little rain oh, come on you have to be brave and then uh it's starting to rain like really really hard and I thought like okay what do I do do I run back I don't run I mean as exercise wise I don't run unless somebody's chasing me and I was like oh I can walk a little bit faster but then I decided like you know what I'm just going to enjoy the rain the park is very near my house so I can just get home and take a hot shower and I was like oh this is so good so today I just uh this little story is to let you know that embrace the little things in life because sometimes these little things can make your day a bit different. But today our episode is actually about something else that doesn't make her life any easier. It's about procrastination. Oh my God, this word. 
this word has been around for a while. Um, I started listening to this word not uh I have to be honest, not so long ago. And I was like, why is everybody talking about procrastination, especially with the younger generations? I was like, what's, what's going on? And um, because in my time, they just called you being lazy. Or, or in the other hand, you're not just being lazy, you're being overworking in many different things or multitasking. But apparently, all of that has to do with procrastination. So procrastination is basically uh, letting or doing other things, or not doing nothing, instead of doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, so people who wants to be productive and wants to be um, on, on schedule and have an agenda, procrastination is their biggest enemy. Um, I'm a person who likes to keep myself busy. Those who knows me know that. I like to, but sometimes I do multitask, which I don't recommend, but I do it anyway. And uh, because it, when I multitask, I don't, I'm not fully in one activity. I'm in many activities at the same time. And when you're baking, when you are a cake artist, you kind of have to multitask because you, you do everything yourself, especially if you have a small business and you're working from home, like most of us are, you have to, you know, you have to uh, call the clients or answer the calls. And then you have to, um, do the do the math as to how much the the cake is going to cost send an invoice to the to the to the client you have to uh bake the cake go out buy the ingredients bake the cake uh, do the feelings, uh, decorate the cake, um, research on Pinterest if you want to research for something for some idea so you have to do a lot and um we tend to pro procrastinate, no, sorry, we tend to multitask. And I heard the other day in another program that um, multitasking can be a way of procrastinating because actually you're doing so many things at the same time that you're not finishing one. I was like, well, yeah, no, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that. I would love to know what your opinions about it is. So remember, you can always leave me a comment on my social media, on my Facebook or Instagram that you, I'm always leaving the links here on the episode's description. So going back to procrastination, um, I, like I said, I thought I'd actually thought it was about just being lazy or having a lot to do or a lot in our plates, but apparently it's overworking and not focusing on what task is a way of procrastinating. So this is how I feel about it. I feel that um, actually from myself, uh, when you do finish one task and you focus on one task, you feel good. You feel like I accomplished something and uh, I love planning. And when I plan everything and I know that I finished this, uh, this that I'm working on, I feel like, okay, I had a good day. And um, sometimes when you procrastinate either um, not doing anything or doing a lot to not do what you have to do, that sometimes is not the funnest thing to do. It's like, oh, I don't want to do it. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to check on Pinterest for cake ideas. But Christina, you have to call the client. It's like, oh, yeah, but you know, I'll text them later. Let's just, let me just do a ganache. <laughs> Apparently those are, those are ways of procrastinating. Um, can you reconnect, can you resonate with this as a cake artist? Um, it, one thing is the things that you have to do. And the other things are the things that you want to do. And, this is when the procrastination comes in place. So you either overwork things that you 
don't really necessarily have to do at that point because you don't want to face that daunting task that you have to, um, that you have to complete? Or is it just, I have a friend that says paralysis by analysis, you just analyze so much, you research so much that you end up doing nothing. So what do we do when we have to face the procrastination monster? Um, like I said, my friends, I always try to bring, I mean, this is for anyone. This doesn't have to do only with cake artists and cake decoration, but, um, I mean, and I've listened a lot, like a lot on social media, on podcasts and read about it in many, many uh, other careers and jobs and and uh, tasks that doesn't have to do with cake artist, but I thought, or cake design. And I thought, well, this really happens to us because I've been there, done that. Hello. Uh, so let me see how I can I just bring this into the cake world for my cake community. So here are a few tips and tricks to not procrastinate. Uh, don't do more than you're absolutely supposed to do. Important. Because sometimes we decide to take a lot in our plate and we end up not finishing anything and then we get overwhelmed and then we get paralyzed and that's a way of procrastination so don't do more than you're absolutely absolutely supposed to do ask yourself the following questions what is urgent what is urgent and necessary what is necessary but not urgent what is neither urgent nor necessary to do today when you answer those questions about the tasks that you have to do, you can then prioritize your work and focus on one thing at a time. Um, there is a technique that is not me. I didn't invent it. I, I learned it from somebody else, and it's it's been going around for a long time. It's called the Pomodoro Technique. We're going to talk about it. And it's a really good way to manage your time. Another thing, try new things only when you have either time and disposition to do it not in the middle of a working day with a to-do list you know this is what happens i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a story true story christina has to finish competition pieces and uh cake collaboration pieces right yeah but i also have a client that called me that that last week and asked me for a cake christina being me i'm talking about myself we have, I have this, um, sometimes I talk in third person. No, not good. But anyway, uh, me, I'm trying, I like, I have a competition piece to finish for next month. And I have, um, I also have demonstration pieces to finish for now, like for tomorrow, <laughs> now for the end of the week, actually. And, uh, and I also have, uh, um, cake collaboration pieces to finish that I want to take care of. One of these cake competition pieces is um, is for Halloween, Katrina's, and uh, Dia de los Muertos. So, and it's a theme that I love. I adore that theme. And I have a client who called me this week. She wanted a cake for Saturday. Um, it's her 50th birthday. She's a very special client of mine. I cannot say no. So it's like, okay, so if I, if I check at all this story, I have to take care of my client's cake first because she I'm delivering the cake on Saturday and uh, the demo pieces are for Sunday so I still have one more day and the uh, competition is the the competition piece is for the end of September 
And come on, the Katrina competition, the Katrina pieces are for October. Yes, but I love Katrina and I love the topic. So I was so overwhelmed by everything that I had to do that I decided to start painting a Katrina. And I was like, that's procrastination, Christina. And I started, oh, if I mix this paint with this other paint, or if I, oh, let me just try this technique that I saw on YouTube. Mm-mm, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. So I was about to do it and I stopped and I said, no, you have to finish. You have to take care of one thing at a time. So I went back to the questions that I asked you before. What is urgent? What is urgent and necessary? What is necessary but not urgent? And what is neither one nor the other? And then I prioritized the things that I had to do. I put dates to everything. I said, well, even though I love, I would love to sit down and draw and paint on sugar paste this beautiful Katrina, I have to start working on other things. So I won't procrastinate doing things that are not necessary or trying new things when I don't even have the time or the right disposition. Because in the back of your head, in, of my head, there was this story like, you still have to do this, you still have to do all of that. So I was like, Ooh. I wasn't really concentrating on, I, on what I was doing because I was thinking about the other things that I was supposed to take care of that I didn't. So that creates me also a feeling of unease and overwhelm. And and that is not good. So try new things only when you have either the time and the disposition to do it. Set working time, a schedule or an agenda and organize your to-do list. And here's where the Pomodoro technique comes in. Pomodoro techniques is very easy. You set up a time that you're going to only dedicate to one thing. So imagine that the thing that I'm going to do is, um, I don't know, the competition piece. Let's talk about the competition piece. So it's a, it's a uh, I enroll in the painting uh, category. So uh, it's, it's a painting piece on sugar paste, edible paint. Um, I'm going to dedicate 45 minutes to that. So I put my timer, I turn off all my notifications. I don't put music or TV or anything, just me and my piece for 45 minutes. Timer, 45 minutes. I don't get up of that chair in 45 minutes, but then I take five to 10 minutes break. I stretch, I go, I check my phone. I, I don't know, I walk around, I have a snack, whatever I need to do. And then I come back another 45 minutes. By the time those hour and a half pass, you realize that you're almost done with the work that you had to do that day. So yes, the Pomodoro technique is you set a time, could be half an hour, could be 25 minutes. So you set a time that you're only going to work in one thing. That's it. Don't No distractions, no phone, no checking your internet or your social media, not calling anybody, not answering calls. You're not there. Set a time, whatever works for you, 25, 30, 40, 45, whatever it is. And when you're working, you're just working. But then you program five to 10 minutes to take a rest. Stop and do some other things. And then you focus again on your task. Believe me, it works. It has worked wonders for me. Next tip, schedule your breaks and don't don't take them every time you feel like it. So this is part of the Pomodoro technique. Uh, you have to schedule breaks between the, the time that you're working and schedule them so they are not like, oh, I'm tired. Okay, I'm just going to get up and go do something else. Let me just check my phone because that will distract you away from the time that you set to work. So schedule them and don't just take them whenever you feel like, it, unless you're 
you know, sick or feeling bad or something, you have a headache or something else, but try to schedule your breaks, create a working schedule, stop, stop leaving things for the night or early morning when you're supposed to be resting or take care of yourself. Um, there's some people who really work well at night. I don't, there's some people who really work well, waking up at three in the morning to, to, to work, not me. But for me, early morning is my time. It's when I, you know, get up and I take my breakfast, I go for a walk or an exercise, I take a shower. It's like, that's my me time morning. And uh, late at night is, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm no, I'm nothing. <laughs> I'm nobody late at night. I just need to rest and sleep. So I don't schedule creative work for those time. I schedule it for the time that I know I'm most productive. That is in the morning after my daily routine and early afternoon, maybe until six, seven, but that's what works for me. Whatever works for you is, is better, but remember resting is important and taking care of yourself. Having your time is also important. So organize your schedule around that schedule, your creative time. So it doesn't become a distraction. What happens sometimes we that work with a creative work, uh, cake artists, cake creators, we have to research, we have to uh, check maybe on Pinterest or books or images that will give us some um, inspiration for the cakes that we're going to make. We have to research what the client wants. So all of that creative time, it's very important for the final result for a project, but it cannot become a distraction that when you're just you don't want to do what you're supposed to do. Oh, let me just do some creative time. I've been productive. I'm in a creative time. No, you're not being productive. You're procrastinating. So schedule your creative time. So it's not a distraction. Commit to something instead of leaving it, leaving it if you just don't like it or you're not feeling it. If that is the case, take short breaks and then come back with a fresh mind, but don't give it up. So when you take on a task, imagine you did the Pomodoro technique, right? And you're doing a task that is not the one that really is fun to do. It's not the one that you really love to do, but you have to do it because you ask your questions first and you realize that's the priority. Okay, that's not the one that I like, but don't live it just because I'm not feeling like it. So I'm just not going to do it and move on to another thing. Just take a short break, like go, go for a walk, take a, a drink a glass of water, uh, walk around, I don't know, check your phone, do something to distract you. Don't check your phone. That's not good because when we are in a creative time, when we're in a creative zone and we're focusing our sight, especially because of, of, of our eyes, we're focusing our eyes into a project that real life 3d project and we go into the phone our eyes have to focus in a different way and the blue light of the of the phone it's it it creates a different reaction in our side. so when we come back to what we're doing um it's hard to focus again because we're very distracted from the phone and the and the blue light so my recommendation not phone. If you have to, it's like, it's okay. But uh, go for a walk, take a break, drink some water, call a friend, uh, do something to fresh your mind and then come back. It happens a lot. And I've heard this from many cake artists that um, you're working, even for very important, you know, 
famous cake artists that you're working on a piece, uh, especially people who do modeling or flowers. There are hours and hours working on flowers and working on a modeling, uh, maybe a big scale modeling because or small scales because any scale it's it has their hard work. And then you come back or piping for a long time. Um, it's like you cannot see anymore. You cannot really see if it's looking good, if it's looking bad, if it's proportionate, if it's good. So you have to really like step back and look at the piece from far away or just go away. Look at something else and then come back and you see it again with fresh eyes. So that is that is what I mean with this idea for not procrastinating. The next one is you can create your own method depending on your working style. So this is my question to you. Are you a planner, a prioritizer, an arranger, or a visualizer? These are different types of working. So you have the planner who loves to plan. You have the prioritizer who organizes their tasks. The arranger, we love to arrange things. It's like, oh, this is broken, I'm going to do it. This is not working, I'm going to do it. Or this person needs help, I'm going to fix it. People, we fix people too. And the visualizer is the more creative type. So depending on what you are, you can be a mix of all of them or some of them. So if you love to plan or are the one that loves arranging things, uh, there's some recommendations. Plan your day by hours. So not only break your task or your agenda by task, but put hours on them. Work on sets that best suits you, like the Pomodoro technique, like set times to work. Take breaks and start working in, on lighter tasks instead of the hard ones because you will feel accomplishment. If you start working in the smaller ones and you finish them in a short period of time, uh, you will imagine one of the things is call the client. I mean, call the client to tell them the, I don't know, to talk about the cake. Um, so when you, when you do that and you cross it off your list, you have that feel, feeling of accomplishment and you're like, oh, okay, one less thing to do. So this is good for either the planner or the arranger. If you're a prioritizer and a visualizer, write your to-do list, visualize it, prioritize, set the hard task first. Also for the visualizer, it's important to write a journal, write everything that you imagine because you want to take it out of your head. When we leave things in our heads, it gets overwhelming. So the visualizer should have like a, a either a written journal or a drawing journal where you dump all your ideas. The Pomodoro technique, again, is very uh, useful for this kind of work and leave the light task to the end of the day when you feel more tired. In this case, it's different. Start with the big project. Start with the thing that, you know, I want to do this thing or this is the thing that needs to be tackled, needs to, to be done. And leave smaller projects to the end of the day because that, the way you will be more tired and you will feel like I don't have the energy to do big ones at the end of the day. But always remember what best suits you, what's best for you, what you resonate with. You can be a mix of all of this at the same time. Uh, so you don't have to do like, oh, I'm just a prioritizer. No, I think I'm a little bit of everything. So when I feel that I've been more creative and more uh, visualizing, I need to get to my journal, but I'm very into organizing and planning and prioritize. So depending on how I feel that day, I organize my day. Procrastination can be doing more than you need to do, can be not doing anything, overthinking, paralysis by analysis, 
analysis and many other ways that mainly don't let us finish a task. So that's the thing. It's something that is not letting us finish a task and leave us with an overwhelming feeling and the feeling of not going anywhere and not finishing anything. There's another thing that I want to mention before we go is um, we have this idea that when we start working in, our, in something, you have to finish it or otherwise you don't stop. Um, I used to be like that, but I have to be honest. When I set, I set times for working. So I don't focus on finishing the task. I, I focus on completing the time to work on that task. So that way I know that, okay, maybe the task is not finished, but I have moved along, especially if you have a lot of things to do. Now, if you're the kind of artist that can focus in only one thing, then go for it. Just work until you finish. And if that works for you, great. In my case I do. And for the people who do a lot of things at the same time, have a lot in their plate, I will recommend focus more in time schedule and like time frames instead of finishing a project. And with that, my friends, I'll leave you today as I always leave you. But before we leave you, I'm going to ask you a big, big, big favor. I would love to hear your opinion about this episode. So I'm going to be leaving the links to all my social media uh, here in the description of the episode. So you can tell me your feedback. I would love to hear that. Uh, second, please leave me a started review or a review in any of the platforms that you're listening to this, because that way the, the algorithm of the platform will show this podcast to more people and more and more cake artists can benefit from it. I do this for you, for my community, for my cake community, for my cake artists, and I would love to help many, many more people. Um, and if you want to check out any of my other work, you can check my online school, www.theartcakeschool.com or my YouTube channel, The Art Cake Experience Channel. With that, guys, I will leave you as I always leave you. Now I do. <laughs> stay safe and stay creative. Lots of love to everyone and have an awesome week.